Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. This is Influence. Education is a lifelong journey, but my next 24 year old guest has capitalized on how technology is disrupting all aspects of education and turning it into a global business opportunity. Jamie Beaton has built a company currently valued at 245 million US dollars. He was on Forbes Asia's 30 under 30 list two years ago. He's been hailed as New Zealand's Entrepreneur of the Year. This New Zealander is a high-tech achiever and he's built a company that says that students are a couple times more likely to gain admission to an Ivy League university, two to four times more likely to gain admission to Oxford or Cambridge than the average global applicant. I'm sure many people listening in thrilled to hear that. So how is Crimson Education planning to put its stamp on the global education technology pie? What are some of his lessons for success in business? Welcome to Influence, Jamie Beaton. Great to be here. Very exciting stuff. Really good to have you. So you're 24. You started Crimson Education on your girlfriend's lounge. That's right. When I was 18, um, I'd just gotten into Harvard and a range of other top US universities. And there were so many parents in New Zealand very excited to hear from me about you know my own application experience. Mm-hmm. So I created Crimson initially with the vision to help ambitious young New Zealanders applying to the world's best universities. And we received some really awesome results. So quickly, I saw an opportunity to take the offering internationally. And today we're in more than 23 countries from you know Singapore to Shanghai to Russia to New York to Australia. So you basically tutor and help students get into some of the best universities around the world? So each student receives about five to six mentors who come from the world's best universities. These tutors include coaches for the SAT, for leadership to help them launch projects, to help them through the application process, the interviews, and they also get our technology platform, which includes algorithms which recommend what universities are a good fit for the student based on looking at their profile, uh, their academic scores, etc., as well as uh, a variety of resources, including the world's largest video library of university content. So it's very exciting and it translates to some amazing results for our students. Okay, so back in 2016, your company was valued at 160 million US dollars. Today, it's valued at 245 million dollars. Why the increase? Um, We've seen tremendous growth in student enrollment around the world and we've really seen great growth in our technology platform. So these days, um, with our algorithms, uh, we can make recommendations for students that are far more effective than a traditional human counsellor can make based on the massive data we've accumulated over the last several years. So we've built a very leading offering which is several years ahead of you know the most sophisticated you know players out there and um, that's enabled us to continue to grow and grow and grow and we've seen really strong penetration in markets like Singapore, China and Korea which traditionally have you know had a lot of people doing this for a long time but our models really disrupted the whole industry. So how does your algorithm match a good fit for university and a student? We have two key types of algorithms. Um, as far as our university selection algorithm, we have uh, built up a ma- massive database of um, students and basically what we look at is people's preferences around major, location, temperature, extracurriculars and other factors. And then we look at a student's candidacy, you know, their academic scores, their passport, their, you know, extracurriculars, legacy status appearance. And we have this probabilistic model, similar to the kind of models I used to build as a Wall Street analyst, which then help uh, recommend the students various universities. So it enables us to make sure that kids are applying to enough universities. We're stretching them to apply to really good schools, but also we've got some good safety schools in there as well. So you need an enormous data set for that, no? Yes, we do. And um, we've been building this uh, across, you know, multiple continents for several years. So it's a really good proprietary advantage we have. 
Also, um, my PhD at Oxford is on um, the use of psychometrics to match students and tutors, which is the second powerful algorithm that we have, which helps to make sure that when students join Crimson, we do a personality test with them and they can actually match with mentors that are a really good fit for them, which helps to make the experience even more exciting. So we really believe in using data-driven statistics to improve our experience. Mm. Uh, you recently secured $20 million US dollars in Series C funding. What's been key to how you approach getting funding? Um, so Crimson has a lot of inbound inquiry every week from really exciting investors around the world. So for this round, we really focused on strategic Asian investors that basically have big portfolios here in the region, either you know with access to big schools that are really good quality or other kind of interesting ed tech um, businesses that we could collaborate with. So we focused on investors that had those characteristics and kind of filtered through all of the people reaching out to us to kind of come to a group of three core investors that we really backed. The leader of that was the uh, you know Cheng family, um, one of Hong Kong's most successful multi-generational families, which um, owns many of the top schools in Hong Kong, like the Victoria schools. And we were delighted to have them you know, lead our investment round. Just terrific. He's 24 years old. Jamie Beaton, co-founder and CEO of Education Technology Platform and University Admissions Consultancy that's reaching out to the world. Crimson Education. Are you interested in AI, machine learning, and how it's revolutionizing uh, ed tech around the world? Yeah, we are. So um, our algorithm for college admissions um, uses a variety of learnings from artificial intelligence and a lot of my team are very strong in this. We have many advisors from Google's DeepMind team. This has helped us achieve some great stats. So 98% of our Singaporean students get into at least one of their top five US or UK universities and 100% of our Singapore students got into one of their top five UK universities last year. These algorithms are driving you know, very exceptional college placement results. So it's really translating into concrete improved student outcomes. So you're a consistent learner yourself. You graduated from Harvard University, magna cum laude, 2016, two years ahead of schedule, a double degree in applied maths, economics. You're one of the youngest in the world to be accepted to Stanford's Graduate School of Business. Eight months ago, you graduated from Stanford with an MBA in computer science and ed tech, having simultaneously begun your PhD as a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford. I could go on. Every person listening in Singapore right now out there wants to know, how have you been able to achieve so much academically? Um, so I guess there are a couple of things. So from a young age, my mum was super inspiring in my education journey. So she did an MBA, a law degree, a commerce degree, and an accounting degree back when New Zealand education was free at university. So growing up every day, um, you know, I had this very powerful role model in my mum who also was a you know, self-made entrepreneur. So she was you know, um, raising me while building her operations and um, you know, always espoused the value of education. Additionally, um, from a young age, I really uh, stopped listening to conventional rules around how fast you can move through your education system. So by building up a network of about seven tutors in math, English, biology, chemistry, physics, and other subjects, I was able to learn many more A-levels than were normal. So I sat about 10 A-levels when most kids do three or four. Then when I got to Harvard, I took about six courses per semester rather than the usual four and um, was able to take a lot of PhD classes from my second year. So I guess um, students often believe they should move through school based on their age, but I tend to believe that you know it should be based on ability or competency. And you know that translates to many Crimson kids who are finishing you know, A-levels many years early. One of my students, Tristan Pang, finished university last year at age 17. So you go around the world, you meet a lot of students, um, and, and you observe the tutoring industry around the world, I'm sure. You've given a great talk, and anybody should look it up, really, if they're interested in, in Jamie Beaton's key to success in life, uh, at Christchurch, TEDx Youth Christchurch, where you talk about the need to compete like China. And how uh, students in China view tuition differently from maybe students in the western part of the world. It's not something to help you along, but really they're just working 
twice or four times as hard as the average student elsewhere, perhaps. And then here in Singapore, there's this debate about whether or not our young people have time to just be children uh, versus spending so many hours in a tuition class. So, you know, in your opinion, is the key to doing well? It sounds like it just boils down to, to work harder and spend more time at it. I think, you know, a lot of students try and work harder, but you need to actually work smarter with mentors that really inspire you. So what's powerful about our platform is that when a young person today who likes, for example, computer science connects to one of our mentors at MIT or Stanford, who's doing computer science, working at Facebook, has those kind of amazing experiences, that really unlocks ambition in the students. So many students are just, um, you know, putting in the hours in their centers without a real sense of purpose or passion. But Crimson's mission number one is to help unlock the students, you know, game plan, help them find motivation, find a clear career path, and then build momentum behind that. So I think uh, when I say compete like China, I refer to the incredible success of Chinese entrepreneurs who have been expanding their businesses very rapidly. Uh, now with organizations like TikTok growing faster than America. And then in an education context, um, you know, the intensity with which students take to all aspects of their education, not only the academics, but also extracurricular growth, leadership. You see amazing performance in, you know, for example, sports from China now as well. And so I think we have to respect that level of intensity, which is actually very similar to the students here in Singapore. But uh, at the same time, you know, there are benefits from Western education around balance, around personal growth, around self-awareness. So I think optimizing across the two cultures is what I aim for for my Crimson Kids and what I aim for in my own education journey. So among the other keys to success that your talk revealed for us, the listener, was play strategic games. Why is that? Well, since a young age, I've loved strategic games. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! at the you know, New Zealand Champs when I was 12. I play a game called Warhammer. And um, strategic games enable you to uh, make high-stakes decisions again and again and again under you know, intense pressure, but without the sort of you know, uh, actual high-stakes of the real world. So basically, it's all simulation. So you're used to operating under intense stress or intense pressure and also coordinating with teammates. That means when it comes to the real world, when you've got to make big decisions, whether it be when to raise capital, you know, how to do well on an exam, when to kick that soccer ball into the goal, you're, you're more able to handle that intensity. Um, it's also a fun way to get your brain engaged in more creative ways. It's kind of hard to replicate the level of strategic complexity of some of these games. So I think it's a really, really valuable hobby. You know, games like Fortnite are probably a bit too addictive, but, you know... Um, what are you playing now? Uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare just came out recently. It's a good, good, fun game. <laughs> 24 years old, co-founder CEO of Crimson Education, Jamie Beaton, my guest in Influence today. Uh, his company currently valued at $245 million. So if, you know, you've been in business for a couple of years now as an entrepreneur, what has been the biggest life lesson for you from the world of business? I would say what I've learned in business is there's a fast way to do things and a slow way to do things. And finding that rapid route to growth is uh, very crucial. So for example, there are many organizations that could spend 20 years building what one company can build in two years with the right strategy. And I think in business, um, you know, hard work doesn't always get rewarded, to be honest. You've got to have, you know, a very good strategy and a very differentiated product experience. So by raising capital from some of the world's best investors, by very deeply investing in our product early, we've been able to, you know, achieve more in you know, seven years than many of the college counseling businesses have achieved in 30. And I think um, that good strategy, you know, wasn't always the best, but it was at least better than everybody else in, in our industry has enabled us to achieve rapid growth. So I think don't just arbitrarily work hard, mm. focus on the right strategy with the right advisors and get ahead quickly. And this show is called Influence. And also, you know, in your talk, you, you, you mentioned one of the 10 key business lessons to force success is to ask. 
Yes. And that's key, asking for what you want in any part of life. And influence is a key part of being able to successfully ask. What has been key to influence in your opinion? Uh, speaking of this, yesterday I had a 12-year-old Crimson student mm. ask me for an internship in our tech team. Mm. And, you know, his passion for learning, he took, just took a Harvard edX course in uh, neuroscience. I guess that's the kind of curiosity we love to see. As far as this, I think, you know, humans are wired to want to help. We're fundamentally altruistic. So when you ask someone who has a lot of, um, you know, networks, connections, resources to help you, as long as you you show curiosity and you bring some value to them, um, you know, they're often very happy to help. So I think people are often surprised by the generosity of the average person. We, re- we re- really do live a very fast-paced world, but people are fundamentally there to help. So I think the most basic tip to give is just ask for, you know, probably 10 times as many things as you normally would. Here's a good example. At Harvard, I asked Professor Larry Summers, who used to be Obama's chief economic advisor and the former president of Harvard to be my thesis advisor. Now, I was probably woefully underqualified to ask for some, a guy like this to mentor me, but he appreciated the curiosity and the hustle, and he said, yes, let's do it. And that was a transformative education experience. And if I waited for people to just hit me up to figure out what advisor I was going to use, I never would have had that experience. So I think, um, you know, send the cold emails, put forward into these first uh, first meetings, um, get out there, meet people in person and build that network and then make sure you deliver value because people uh, want to see young people uh, and they want to believe in you know, one's ideas, but you've got to, you know, uh, be credible. What's next in terms of growth plans for Crimson Education? Well, we're really um, kind of uh, seeing tremendous growth here in Singapore, actually. Um, we're seeing amazing growth from both the local schools and the international schools. We have many of the top schools in Singapore now partnering with us. So we want to see, you know, sustained momentum here in Singapore. Um, last year, we had the best submissions results we've ever seen from Singapore. And this year, we want to, you know, beat those records even more. So our priority is to really continue to lead the college counselling space around the world, getting more high schools into the world's best universities. I also recently launched the first ever online high school in New Zealand and I'll be soon bringing that to more countries around the world. Intense conversation but I've enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Really fun. Jamie Beaton, 24-year-old co-founder and CEO of Education Technology Platform and University Admissions Consultancy that's global. Crimson Education. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.